Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 28 of the Prosperity Project. Today, we're going to be talking about patience, what I'm describing as the humble superpower within your own life. Now, in this podcast in particular, we're going to really explore why patience is a key ingredient of prosperity. We're going to look at some of the key things that you can do if perhaps you're not as patient as you'd like to be, and why actually it's the one skill that could really change your life when you start to actively focus on it so Matt what are your thoughts about patience before we kick off so I struggle with patience (laughs) I actually think you're getting really good I think you're getting getting better better. I'm getting better um I think I used to be worse Mm. now I've improved and also Mm. I think I'm quite selective so (laughs) I'm very patient as far as like how our future comes about and Mm. how we I guess shape what we're doing and when things happen and all those Mm. kind of things I can actually be quite patient with Mm. so I'm happy for life events and activities Mm. and kind of the long game to be patient for but the other side is if I want to do something if I want to buy something which probably (laughs) is is why I got into debt all those years ago if if there's something I guess that's short term yes and I can do it now and there's no good reason not to do it, mm. then I'm not very good at being patient. You're not patient. very good at waiting. But yeah. that's that's the same as I like to get out and do my exercise first thing yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah. I like to, um, on a big cleaning day, I like mm. to get that done first thing. Mm. I'm patient when I feel I need to be. Yes. But when there's just things to get done mm. or things like if we're going to buy a new TV, then mm. I don't want to wait a week or a month unless I know that a sale's coming up. Mm. I don't yeah. really want to wait for it. So that's where patience lets me down. But the other side is... I think the opposite of patience sometimes is actually having the get up and go Absolutely. to actually attack things. And that's where you got to balance, I guess, between what's patience and what's procrastination. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I think from my side, um, well, I really appreciate that you're the type that does take action. I love that about you. I think that's really a lot of people have goals and they have ideas and we actually work quite well in that if we decide to do something, and you know as long as it's not we're waiting on money to appear for it or if there's physically things that we can do we tend to get on it don't we we just tend yeah, to write very come on quick. we'll do it exactly my so this patience episode has come about because i felt drawn to going deeper into it i felt a little bit frustrated with life recently um and this is where actually your superpower of being patient works out because you are kind of long term and you're okay with what opens up i've been in my own study and you know when i'm reading inspirational books and messages I've been struggling with the idea of just being patient. I have very big goals for you and I, for our home, for our business, for everything that we do. And I struggle with it not appearing right away because I think, right, I'm doing the actions. Come on, universe, I'm getting there. You want to bring in the results immediately. I think maybe that's the logical side of me that works. So if it's within my control and I can do something and make it happen, then for me, there's no need to be patient, mm. even though sometimes you make me be patient because maybe we don't quite have the money in the door <laughs> or whatever it happens to be. Whereas I'm actually really good at allowing things which we don't have direct control of mm-hmm. just flow as they're going to flow, happen when they happen mm. and be very patient with that. And I think you're actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. When there's very short term things, 
like purchases you're happy to put them off for a little while if you need to or if you want to you're not in that much of a rush to make something happen whereas you want to bring in those things the bigger things yeah the bigger things the Mm. future things that you really have less direct control of Mm -hmm, so it's quite mm -hmm. interesting that we're we're opposite in that way i know but it works and so i've been led to deep dive into this because talking about the word frustration right and it is it's a strong emotion but it's also a disempowering emotion so i find myself not dramatically but i can find myself stuck in that kind of oh i just want stuff to happen come on come on god come on universe i'm doing what you you know i'm doing all my inspired action what's wrong and i kept coming back to right instead of focusing on frustration jennifer the cure of it was patience so when i actually deep dived into this the the dictionary defines patience are you ready i love this i'm ready go and go for it well it's not until you deep dive and you find out right the definition of patience is capacity for waiting the ability to endure waiting delay or provocation without becoming annoyed or upset it is not just about waiting, though. It's time-critical emotion. So the first thing, so when I got that definition, I was like, hold the phone here. That is the solution right there and there. You know, it's all about kind of the ability to wait for what comes ahead, but not getting annoyed and upset. And I was doing that in whatever capacity. Even if you just get slightly frustrated, you're doing the opposite of patience. You're actually feeding in to this emotion and the great thing it said about being a time critical emotion so that's all about the bigger picture that we you've just mentioned right you're feeling impatient because you want stuff to happen right now and then you've got all that negative emotion associated yeah, with absolutely. it absolutely yep. so the opposite being okay i can't see this thing come out but i believe that it's going to happen so i'm not going to screw up today by being annoyed that it's not happened yet i'm going to know that it's coming and let it develop and so for me it's that change in energy you can feel the difference right as i'm talking Mm -hmm. about it it's moving from a disempowering feeling so already like i i can feel it that you can just be annoyed just in the day you know you can't it's almost like you don't give yourself permission to have fun and enjoy yourself oh i can't because i've not got four hundred thousand pounds in the bank oh i'm annoyed it's very easy to look at things and give that as a reason why you can't be satisfied with where you Mm, are mm, exactly so yeah this was really interesting and off the back of that obviously patience is described as a virtue but interestingly enough, as I deep dived into this this past couple of weeks, it's something that you need to keep developing in your life. It's all based on those great emotions. What are the emotions that are going to drive great things in your life? Being joyful, being patient, be appreciative, you know, gratitude as well, all those things. So again, working on your patience, it's a skill. It needs to be learned. And actually, I think it's one of the skills we're missing from society a lot. Okay, so here's a challenge for you, right? I've not put it in, you've not put it in the show notes and this is coming up (laughs) the blue, right? So my patience is resolved Mm. by making something happen um, very definitively and very tangibly. So Mm. if I'm researching a new speaker because I would like one in the house, then that patience needs to sit there until that speaker turns up and that replacement's there. And the same applies to if I want to do a DIY task, whatever it happens to be. Yep. So it's resolved at an instant. So for me, I find it much easier to be patient for things when there is no real definition of what the goal is Ah, or what the end game is or when it might be. Mm. So there's no tangible resolution, I guess. Mm. 
So for you, yeah. right, obviously you feel impatient about how life is and when you're going to get this success and that, and mm, whatever mm. it is. What is that measurement? What is that mm. tangible? When do you feel like, Ooh. okay, this is the line? Because in my mind, there has to be mm. a finish line mm. for your patience to be resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, for me, this is the thing, right? It's all about any goal. It's not the goal that actually you're striving for. It's the feeling. And what you often find is actually you get to the goal, right? So let's say... And you won't even get to the goal. What will happen is you'll take two steps forwards yeah. and your measurement of where you want to be is another, another five steps ahead. Yeah, it's so always anything, in the future. So if anything, you're either going to be further away from where you want to be mm. because suddenly your expectations change mm. or your expectations gradually catch up. Mm. So I think in the kind of area that you struggle with to be mm. patient for, your finish line keeps moving I know. and stays a distance away from you because I guarantee if two years ago I'd said you could be living the I way know, you do I know now, I thought about this exact thing exactly then you'd be saying that's wonderful mm. and that's the same I think for a lot of people if you're out there and you've got a side hustle or you're working a day job I bet you you're looking at what's next what's the next promotion you can get at work when's the next pay rise coming but if you ask yourself what would I have been happy with 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I reckon that you'd probably be quite pleased with where you are right now. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's interesting yeah. that the goalposts changed, the measurements changed, and suddenly what was once plenty mm -hmm. is now mm -hmm. not nearly enough. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that's a challenge from the patient's point of view because mm -hmm. you need to be patient for an ever-moving finish line, mm -hmm. whereas for my areas of impatience it's it's really easily solved yeah but that's the maturity level so i as i say the past couple of weeks i've been focusing on this because and it's it, that's a beautiful thing about life right what your pain points are you should be actively looking to solve them so right now this isn't a pain point for you but it was for me and i thought i'm not i'm not sticking with this anymore i'm going to resolve it and so that's where exactly it's about turning your expectations into appreciation for right now you're absolutely spot on like somebody somebody else would be over the moon with your life even two years ago and I'm not talking about you know in terms of what we're doing you know um, if you listen to the podcast or you watched our YouTube channel Matt gave up the corporate life over oh jings a year and a half ago now wasn't it yep. April April 2019 um, and life has been that Matt's at home to predominantly look after the boys but it's very it's a co-parenting situation well, you know I'm like we both to do look stuff after the house look after the kids and also help move this business forward yeah but if you know moving to that stage it was that wasn't the, the the event that happened that then solved everything it's constantly evolving and i guarantee five years ago or seven or eight years ago when we got together seeing this stage it'd be like amazing that's incredible Absolutely. right and so it's focusing and I go back to them being, I have to phone in and be grateful for what I have and realize what I have as well. So it's always, it's the usual triggers, isn't it? And that's the key thing. I'm starting to recognize as I grow in my maturity of myself, my triggers and my emotions associated with it. Okay. So if I wanted a new coat, I'm actually looking for a coat right now. <laughs> Okay. Any sponsors so, out there, so, Matt so, would like a coat. <laughs> so this is actually quite a live thing. Right? If you were looking for a coat, like so for me, I'm looking for a coat and as long as the money's there, why not just order one today? Completely so there one, with you. Right? Completely there. But you would be happy to not order one today for yourself if you were looking for a coat. I want to find the right coat. But let's say you found the right coat. You would still not oh. necessarily be pushing yourself to say, 
Or you wouldn't be sitting there for an hour online finding the right coat <laughs> right. and then making the order no. after you thought, oh, you know what, I could do with a new coat. So why is it that you don't feel the urge to chase things like that, to make things like that happen immediately and you're happy to maybe do it a couple of days or a week later? I'm not saying you put it off indefinitely because no, you're not... No, a, I don't, you, no. you don't put things off, but you don't have the same driver as me. I will literally, if I've got nothing else that I need to do, hmm. I'll sit there and focus at the job at hand. So yesterday I was looking at coats and mm-hmm. I probably spent an hour looking. And then today um, I've kind of itemized what I want and got right down to a single coat that I would mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't do that. So yeah, but I'm it's wondering, we're different. We're no, no, male I know we're different. and female as well. It's male and female. Instincts. So what makes you happy to, to wait, I guess? Because So when I'm thinking about a coat, I'm also thinking, so it's my female instincts are making sure that the whole family is okay. So I go, right, this coat's needed but the balance of money. So I will then look at budget and say, well, actually, have we got enough for the rest of the month? But even Can, if we have, you'll still possibly no, be happy to wait a day or two. I, I'm always, not saying long term. You don't dilly dally long term. I always think, though, right, once you decide on something, no, I think it, it depends what it is, but once you decide on something, I'm equally okay with just going out and getting it. But sometimes I'll also be like, I want to make sure that that's the thing that I want. Like, I'll go and ponder it. See, and that's the thing. See, for me, <laughs> my patients really, I struggle to allow myself that breathing space mm. between looking at something. You've got fear of missing out, I think, a little bit. Maybe a little bit of that. Mm. But that's maybe. fine. Maybe I, I, or maybe it's just, well, I've made the decision. It's not really going to change. So yeah, exactly. why wait? Exactly. But yeah, I, I feel probably the same as you do in these short-term things as you do for the long-term things mm-hmm. in that then I just have this kind of nagging and biting and like, just do it, just make it happen. <laughs> and again, that's the same, not necessarily just with purchasing, but if I decided that I was going to, so a couple of weeks ago, I decided to shift the garage gym yes, and move yeah. that around. And I went in there and I just worked for as long as it took to get mm-hmm, it done. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be something where maybe I progress on it over the course of a couple of days or a week yeah, in order yeah. to formulate my plan. But actually, I just got to work and the plan came as I was there and I just motored on and got it done. And again, mm-hmm. it's just with anything I can see an end line. Mm, we just I'm, do it. I, I just struggle to be patient with it. Mm. And it almost like it nags at me until it's done. <laughs> and I become quite single-minded in yes. my focus. It's, it's, it's really down to the male brain versus the female brain as well. I'm not belittling it, but guys, you're all about the hunt, right? If you have that male dominant spirit inside you, you're single focus, which is fantastic. Get the job done. It's like me telling you, can you go and get that rabbit for dinner? You wouldn't stop until you got the rabbit, right? Yeah. That would be it. If yeah, I told, sense. if you felt there was a need, and so, but females, we're all about, you know, make sure the house is nice and neat. You know, make sure the rabbit would be cleaned and the kids are looked after. So we're kind of everything else in the background and that's the only I think that's where it stems from but it's really super interesting and I think this leads on to the next thing there's three categories really where we have to learn patience as a skill and I'm really going to strongly say that to you as we dive in further in this episode we're going to give you some practical strategies but this is something that you need to work on yourself no one can do your push-ups for you the first category is being patient with ourselves so internally, you know, what we think of ourselves. This next way is with others. And then the third way is with the universe or your life plan. So that's what I was touching upon. And it's really about slowing down this rush and need for everything immediately. I need to feel it today. And I'm not going to say that social media has heightened it because we're all adults. We all get to choose. But I do think 
through using platforms that we as a generation have access to and our children, we are being suggested a lifestyle that is immediate rather than a slow pace and long game. But I think that what you end up with when you're looking at social media is most people don't follow one person. Mm -hmm, You follow mm -hmm. multiple people. And the thing is, there's always someone up to something. Yes. But the same people aren't up to something all the time. So what you don't see, you don't see that build up of potentially funds or holiday time or Mm. anything else in people. You see somebody's doing something, then somebody else is doing something, Mm. then somebody else is doing something or has something. And then you get to a point where basically there's always something happening Mm. and it feels like it's always go, 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 go. And therefore there's no patience required. But you forget that it's a flow of multiple people, tens mm, or hundreds mm. of people, depending on how many you follow, that it's it's a spread of the activity across all these people yes, rather yep. than one person. And that's the challenge, I think. We don't compare ourselves just to one individual anymore. Mm, mm. We don't look at what this person's doing and find out they only do maybe three trips a year yeah, exactly, or yeah. get one nice Same car four to every 20 four times. <laughs> what you end up with is you end up with the cumulative impact of everyone you follow mm. and all the lives that they lead. And that's where you feel like you're missing out and you don't quite measure up. Absolutely. I see patience as essential to daily life. And I'm seeing that more and more it's taking any moments where I'm frustrated and I can feel my my kind of vibe has changed since I've been studying this so when I say study you know I will go online I'll look at blog posts I read scriptures I read the bible and things like that so I will deep dive and get the wisdom from anywhere that I believe you can get wisdom from I will be using and it might be the key to actually living a happy life that calmness because when I think about patience you already feel that kind of ease in your body, don't you? You yeah. feel the way that it's a lot that it, more, I think, relaxing calm. and calming. Exactly. You're not, I guess you've not got ants in your pants for exactly. what's next. Exactly. And I think it's really critical. Anything that life puts in your way, especially right now, you know, while we're still dealing with a, a pandemic, if you had actually been patient from the start of this pandemic, knowing that we've survived, right? Knowing that, you know, various family members are okay. If you'd had that same calmness as you maybe do now, six or seven months ago, would it have been a different experience? I think that it would have been less of a fight for people at first and less of a hardship. Exactly. Because ultimately, if you knew you were in it for the long game, and that's the thing, I guess, when I was saying about having this kind of finish line for something, Mm -hmm. I think it's easier to be patient if the finish line is far enough away, Mm. because then you know that there's a process, a journey, Mm, mm. and especially if it's a finish line that maybe keeps moving. I think if the finish line is very short term, then being patient may, for me, it's more challenging. Mm. But I think if everybody knew, I guess maybe it's just the finish line piece, Mm. right? So if in the pandemic, you knew that it was just gonna be two weeks and you were done, you would almost, I guess maybe more people would be frustrated. But if you told them it was going to be nine months, then you'd find that people knew that it had to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Although as a country, we do like a moan. So to be <laughs> fair, I think that there would have been a lot of complaints, a lot of oh, moaning. Of course, but yeah. you would have found that there's probably more patience applied to it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. less frustration mm-hmm. knowing that it was going to be a much further away finish line. Mm. I actually am going to say that I believe patience, as I said with the title, is a superpower. I think it's moving. It's a skill that moves you from being passive and reactive to being powerful because again it's all about the decisions you make you have a choice to be happy or prosperous in your life you have a choice to be calm and patient regardless of what's happening and I wonder how many people might be ease if you're going through you know things that are difficult or painful 
What if for even a small portion of your day, say being in that pain, you said, I'm just going to be at peace. I'm going to focus on things that remind me that I'm safe, that I've got food in my belly, you know, I'm safe in these four walls. I wonder the difference that it could make in a lot of people's life. Well, I think that patience, as you mentioned early on, it kind of triggers emotions. And I think that if you're able to control that emotion around patience and you're able to bring it back down to a level where it can be calm and you're not kind of frustrated and Mm. driving to get to this particular activity event product whatever it happens to be Mm. I think that that helps you manage other emotional events that happen to you overall Mm. patience I think is one of those things that can frustrate the easiest Mm. it can be fixed the quickest through Mm -hmm. outside interference Mm. but also I think it's one of the easiest to learn to control Mm -hmm. over the long term so I'm definitely more patient now significantly more patient now than I was and that's just due to I guess taking my time and practicing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and also what happens is you're able to mentally move those finish lines to different places. Mm. So for example, if I want a product and I'm thinking, right, you know what? Well, I've got to wait for our cash flow to be where we want it to be in order to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And also maybe the space to happen, whatever it happens to be. Then I'm able to move those goalposts much sooner to a much better place and therefore my patience shifts alongside it absolutely and i think with patience it's it's having that control over your response right like we're parents we've got two boys under the age of eight patience is tested on a daily basis yes it is. but that's one area that i notice you and i are probably different as we've got you know more developed in being parents we're thinking about right okay what is the long term here are they actually you know if let's say our youngest if he's getting upset I can actually now detach a little bit and say, okay, the outcome I want is this. How do I get him to come out of the strong emotion and just, you know, distract mm-hmm. or get back to normal? And it's definitely, it's that hijacking of emotions that sometimes can happen. You know, you're angry, you're frustrated, all these really powerful things that you just feel in pain. It's choosing your response to so the situation. So is patience a choice? Yes, absolutely. Just the same way happiness and joy and prosperity is. So if you've listened to our podcast from the start, six months down the line now, my hope, our hope is that over the six months, you've felt the urge to make a decision differently every day. You've felt the urge that you're in control of how joyous, how healthy, how wealthy, all of these things you feel. And I truly think patience is one of those gifts as well. I think it's probably like a muscle. If you keep working it, if you keep exercising it, you become better at it. And sometimes having things like kids, I think, test your patience for sure. But also, if you're striving to be the best parent you can be, then you're going to get better at it. Mm. And if you're better at being patient with your children, you're likely to be better at being patient across the board. And therefore, it's just something that you need to keep practicing. The same as, I guess, lots of emotional responses. Mm. If you decide that you don't want to be a particular way, feel a particular way, then practicing how you can do things differently Mm. generally makes you better and you become better at it. It becomes easier for you. And and then you don't have the same struggles and turmoil with it over the course 
course of time. Absolutely. It's all about, it's a relationship tool ultimately, as we talked about there, the three different ways you can be patient with yourself, with others and the universe. Those are your three strongest relationships. If not the relationship with yourself and others might feel like the most critical in your life at certain points. And so you're then allowing yourself to forego that short-term benefit of right, immediate gratification, immediately feeling better because I've lost the rag with my child. You know, right, it's getting out of pain in some way. It's then thinking about actually I could have long-term joy by not taking the short-term immediate disempowering Mm -hmm. action right so to answer the question is patience a choice yes it's basically that choice between the short term versus the long term and you can look into psychology and cognitive behavioral research all the research into emphasizes that point that is your decision in the moment and switching from short-term benefit to long-term benefit so Matt okay you've touched upon that you felt your patience has got better over the years I know mine has as well I think we in our relationship are also seeing the benefit of that with each other with our family with our parents you know I can see the ripple effects of it um can how can I be patient with myself then? What would you say are some of the ways that you've learned internally to be more patient with yourself? Well, I think that patience is similar to a lot of things that you feel about yourself and the way you view yourself. And a lot of it comes from, I think, accepting who you are, where you mm. are, where you're up to. And also looking at making, for, for me at least, making small changes over the course of time so mm. obviously we know whether you're losing weight or performing new habits or whatever it happens to be just doing something different each day and compounding upon that definitely yep. makes 1% a big change Kaizen. so i think that for me first of all there's the force patients i guess with mm. children and with potentially circumstance mm. so it's it's about looking at the bigger goal Mm. Um, I think so we're looking at at some point getting a new car mm-hmm. we don't want to put anything on finance nope. we could put something on finance quite comfortably but we don't want to so therefore there's the patience piece to say you know what we'll wait but then obviously when we've got a lump sum for a car there's probably other things that we'd rather do yeah. with it <laughs> but that builds upon that patience of again as you mentioned looking for that longer term goal yes. rather than doing the short term so we could have a new car on the drive probably tomorrow however long it takes to deliver a car no problem at all mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i think that my patience has grown in such a way that i can see that bigger picture mm. i can see what we want to achieve we don't want to be somebody that's got cars on finance so therefore that means that we want to have the money in the bank for Absolutely, it yep. but for Cash the car only. we want it's a significant sum and actually there's definitely other things we can do with that money so therefore maybe when you come to that kind of funds then you have other priorities for it which means that it comes further down the line and therefore for me the patience I think is easier to allow to settle in the background Mm -hmm. and to know that I I suppose it's knowing where my end line is where Mm -hmm. that goal is where the finish is being able to mentally shift that myself means that I become more comfortable and that's the way that I've I guess managed to do stuff it's moving that finish line Mm. to a different place rather than trying to bring it forward as much as I can and to focus on where it is and where I am compared to it and then keep driving for it sometimes I find myself just knowing and kind of I guess accepting and sitting back and saying it's okay for that finish line to be somewhere different Mm -hmm. to where I would like it to be right now because the long-term benefit or the long-term goal means it doesn't quite suit where I immediately put it. Mm. I think you're really touching upon compassion as well with yourself. We are often quick 
to show patience and compassion and love to others. But it's maybe taking the step back and saying, okay, if I believed that I was loved by everyone else, what then would I hope to uh, to act like? So if there was, you know, nobody judging me or nobody going to criticise me, I'm just okay to be me. You know, we all make mistakes. We all are not, we're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. But what is a case of looking at maybe our little weaknesses and saying, actually, I'm going to be patient with myself. I'm going to work on changing them, but I'm also going to forgive myself. As long as you're not causing damage to people you love or physical, mental damage to yourself, give yourself the patience in the long journey as you get there as well. So let's really deep dive. There's really some four main tips that you can do to become a more patient person. Oh, I love it when you've got top tips Go <laughs> and these it. are scientifically proven apparently when I was doing my research but there's they're really obvious right it's common sense okay so these are the four tips that if you want to be more patient in your life that you might want to start with the first one is make yourself wait for stuff okay so you talked about the car and the drive or this quote that you're desperate for as well I say desperate but you're not really we're just making sure we're figuring out the right one the best way for you to learn to be patient is act patient become patient yep. so Let's say, for example, you've got a goal to get a certain item or be debt free or maybe save up for Christmas so it's cash only, I'm thinking about. Set that goal and stick to it, okay? Honour the patient goals that you set in your life and also stop doing things that aren't important to you. So, for example, if you want to be fit and healthy, every single week work on eliminating something that doesn't make you fit and healthy. So if you're maybe struggling with, you think, ah, I'm drinking a little bit too much at the weekend. Okay, start from this weekend and take away some of the elements that you're not so proud of. Yeah, I think that if you start to remove things that are less important, then some of those things that you need to apply patience for, potentially the finish line could come sooner because you have more time to focus on it, more time to give to it Mm. by just removing some of those negative habits or negative actions that you have. And you'll also get clearer inspiration for your own life when you are in a calmer state. So if you feel frustrated or annoyed, why isn't this happening? This is so annoying. I'm doing everything. You're ready to quit. If you take a step back and be patient, believing it's going to happen, you very quickly get the inspired action that also comes from that place of calmness. When you take action when you're in really heightened states, negative states, you will take heightened negative actions. Like how many people have had arguments with their other half or their you know boyfriend, girlfriend and left relationships in that argument? Yeah. I guarantee when you've seen yourself you know, in your mind, playing it back, you've been effing and blinding and slammed the door. I guarantee that's not the image you would want of, of yourself. It would be better if you were wanting to leave that relationship anyway, which chances are you probably didn't want to. You were just caught in a moment. Then you could say, right, in a peaceful state, I can have a conversation and make a real decision rather than just chuck the baby out with the bathwater, if you know what I mm-hmm. mean. So I think that's it. And it's being mindful of things that make you impatient as well. So it's easier to be patient rather than lose your temper. It's easier to work on this skill of being in a calm and patient state because I talked about that, you know, let's have an argument. Somebody says words they don't mean 
you've then got to do so much more recovery to yourself, that person. You've got to apologize potentially. You've got to feel crappy because you've shouted at someone. You've got to then get over yourself and make do's, maybe apologize to them, you know, anyone else who saw you. There's a whole like kind of outpouring of stuff you've then got to deal with. Well, also when you're looking at maybe purchases and patients on that, if you struggle to be patient with purchases, then potentially you're going to be putting yourself in debt for some of these things. Mm. And the debt is much harder to resolve than the patience that you could have had in the first place. Absolutely. So that's that, I think, is the point there. It's about saying to yourself, right, what's the long-term challenge? If I'm not patient here, what impact do I cause? And is that impact more hurtful than just learning to be patient in that first place. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd definitely be mindful of things that make you impatient and then almost be prepared to take action that's the opposite of what you might have default in the past. Like obviously we act from a pain point and it's usually to escape the pain, we'll do anything. So we'll shout at people, we'll you know do stupid things just to escape the pain. Well, what about instead if you minimise the pain by putting yourself in a more uplifting state by being Mm -hmm. patient, by saying, okay, take the long game here. And the final thing that you can do, I believe, you know, we talked about relaxing the body, you can feel the shift, but your words are very powerful as well. So not only do your actions help you become more patient by choosing something different, the words that you say to yourself about situations are equally as life-changing so for example in my case it could be oh you know why hasn't this goal materialized in our life this is really frustrating well why don't I think about my words changing them see all that language there it was very negative this is annoying this isn't going to happen I have no time it's not fair I can really get sucked in well what about the other way and say well actually everything happens in its natural flow whatever's right for me will come to me if that doesn't happen something better will do you see how the power in the words again swings how you feel about it yeah I think that ultimately how you frame something will determine Absolutely. how you feel about it so for you looking at and saying well the work and the way that i've been doing things so far mm. has produced results so therefore there's no reason to assume it would be any different Absolutely. moving forwards and that is a natural flow of things that's a very different to why don't i have because exactly. i guess if you think about a petulant child mm. there's a why don't i have it why can't i have it and everything else that obviously you can picture in your head they're stomping they're shouting adults are just big kids by the way <laughs> yeah you just stomp and shout slightly less physically yeah. and it's more of a kind of more verbal, dramatically but... no you're spot on exactly so there's power in your words so that would be my top four strategies is there anything else that you maybe think would really help someone who's struggling with patience be a bit more patient no i think the first point actually making yourself wait basically as i said before practicing being patient I think is the best way of getting better. It's the same as anything. Mm -hmm. You want to get better at something, you have to practice. You have to put yourself out of your comfort zones. You have to force yourself to do something. I um, am better at being patient, but I still struggle with that at times when I know that I'm going to be doing something anyway. I struggle Mm. to put myself back and say, you know what, give it a day, two, three, week, month, whatever. But ultimately, I'm better at it now than I was because I've been forced to or chosen to do that at various Mm. points in time, which means I find it easier. I'm not perfect, but I find it easier. And that's that, that first one just making yourself wait is really really good Mm -hmm. Um, it applies to anything in life though practice how you want to be in the areas that you're not very good practice being better 
And probably just choosing the areas that you find it easiest to be better is the way to get yourself in the habit of learning that you can, and then you can tackle more difficult things. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I've loved this podcast episode. I hope it's really been useful for anyone listening. I think, as I, I called it, the superpower of working towards your goals and your happiness. It really is. It's the key skill that we probably have to work on the most in life. It's one of the least obvious ones as mm. well. It's, it's one that you don't really think of as a key attributing factor to how you feel about where you are and where you're going absolutely it's all key to how you feel and the calmness you feel so my hope is today that this episode has been super useful for you Um, as I say it was something that I felt inspired by the couple of weeks of studying so please equally go off and do your own research if there's key things that you're struggling with certain emotions you're feeling try and search out the antidote for it so in my case I felt frustrated I felt impatient so the opposite was actually learning about patience, turning it on its head, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. When you listen to any of our podcasts, if there's something you think that touches upon a subject that maybe resonates with you and you want to look further, there's there's a lot of internet out there, <laughs> I found. An awful <laughs> and a lot, lot of, of good internet. books out there. There's a lot of good books out there. So go further your research, further your knowledge, be better at the things you want to be better at, mm. just by taking that time for yourself to enhance your skills and experience. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, we've really enjoyed today's episode if you have enjoyed today's episode as well we love to see your five star reviews your thoughts and comments hit subscribe so you never miss any episodes and also share this podcast with some other people mm. because it's really hard to get more and more people to listen to it unlike youtube where you watch a video you get suggested a bunch of others podcasts don't really work like that no, exactly. so the only way of other people finding it is by basically getting recommended it by their friends yep. so go recommend this to someone else send them a link let them listen to it and see if they can get some value absolutely we would love that we'd love that indeed so yeah i hope today's been really useful for you check out our other six months of podcasts whole range of topics we've talked about money talked about well-being we've talked about entrepreneurship you know even stuff between men and women oh there's lots of great stuff on this podcast so thank you so much for listening we'll speak to you very soon